This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So I have done several podcasts around time and how important it is to manage your time. I've also talked about saying no, like adopting that word when people ask you to do things because it's super important. I think I've even talked about the limited amount of energy or the limited amount of, um, yeah, the limited amount of energy we all have. And I want to spend a little time with that today because Last podcast, I was telling you about a gentleman that uh, jumped into the chat of my YouTube live stream at Karen Hunter Show on YouTube and asked me if I would help him do a book. And I will tell you, honestly, I, I might, every day I get a request from somebody asking me if I would help them do a book. If I'm at Sirius, if I see somebody, you still writing, are you still publishing, are you still helping people? To get, I, I know somebody, I get emails, and I get it, you know, um... I've been really successful publishing. And it's interesting because I haven't published in about three years, right? But I published more than 30 books. Some people don't get to do that in their entire lives. I've written an additional, uh, co-written or written an additional 30 books. I have eight New York Times bestsellers as a writer. I have three as a publisher. Some don't get one in their lifetime. I've been successful publishing. And when I was in publishing for 10 years, with my imprint at Simon & Schuster, I, I guess you know I could look at that as success. I didn't make a lot of money, and one day I'm gonna talk about that. I should have. Simon & Schuster made a whole lot of money <laughs> off of my books. I published Janet Jackson, her only book, True You. I published Kris Jenner and All Things Kardashian. Actually, I did two books with Kris Jenner. And I feel like, you know, I'm in this radio space now, in this, in this microphone, talking to people space, and I don't have the, the bandwidth for it. I have I've literally, and I think I've talked about this as well, I have tried to go back and write some things for other people. I have tried to knock out projects that people have actually wanted me to do, paid me to do, and I just have not been able to muster the energy. And I used to be able to write books like it was water. Like I could sit... Um, at the same time, I was working at the Daily News. I wrote, I wrote LL Cool J's, I Make My Own Rules, Queen Latifah's, Ladies First, the very next year. I wrote Mason Betha's, um, Revelations. I wrote Al Sharpton's um, b- book when he was running for president. That was all while I, while I was at the New York Daily News. I wrote On the Down Low uh, with J.L. King. While I was at the New York Daily I wrote... I want to say seven books <laughs> while I was sitting at the new, I mean, really, that's a lot to juggle. But because I was already writing, writing and writing a book was not difficult because you have so much more time. I was writing on deadline every day. So to take a couple of months to write a book wasn't uh, unusual. It didn't feel like a lot. Uh, it wasn't pressure after leaving the Daily News because I hadn't kept that muscle up, writing books became a lot more of a chore. Um, My last number one bestseller, I think, was the Love Playbook with Lala Anthony. I think that was the last bestseller. Um, And that was was a chore. Just a, you know, the the rhythm and the method and the uh, the the system that I used, it wasn't it wasn't uh, in full effect. 
and recently, as I've mentioned, I can't, I can't really just sit and do that anymore. And what I realized, and it's something I've talked about, is that you, we have a very limited amount of energy. It's finite, actually. And if we put our energies into things that aren't progressing us to where we want to go, we will not have the energy to do the things that we really want to do. And that goes for like, all right, you're, say you're a mom and you have children and you need the energy for your kids, but you also have a job. So early in the first thing in the morning, you turn on the phone and you do the work stuff. And yeah, of course you get the kids ready for school, blah, 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 blah. But by the time you get home, after all of that, you don't have any energy to read to them. You don't have any energy to give them. And it's not your fault because there's a finite amount of energy that you have. So we have to really be purposeful with what we do with our energy. So when that gentleman asked me, can you help me with my book? Not only did I know the answer was no, but I'm in the midst of doing the next thing. And I need to summon all of my energy to do the next thing that I am planning on doing. And everything that, you know, even if I'm reading your, 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 your proposal, and I, th this young lady came to me, she had a wonderful book idea. I mean, it's beautiful. And I, and I believed in it. I was like, yes, I'm going to help you with it. And this has been like four or five months now. And she, she doesn't quit. She keeps tapping in because I told her it was a great idea and it is a great idea. I told her I would help her with it. And at the time, I thought I could and would. But I realize now I don't have the energy. I really don't. And every day, I, you know, I was like, oh, I should check in. But if I check in, then I'm not focused on this thing that I'm doing here. And whether we're talking about, if you think about now I'm teaching, right? So that became a factor too. So um, the semester's back in. I've been teaching for 17 years. That's not a new thing. But when the semester starts, I now have 30 plus young people and some not so young because I have kids that are back. Um, they may be in their 30s. So to them, they're not young. To me, they're young. Um, but I, I have, they need my undivided attention during the days that I'm there and even afterwards. I got a great papers. I have, you know, that's energy that I didn't have in the wintertime during January because I wasn't teaching during January. So I was able to do my retreat. I was able to go to Africa. I was able, you know, I was able to do other things and put my whole energy into that. And my show, of course, that's a default. Excuse me, that's something I'm going to be doing. Uh, that's not going anywhere in this podcast. So I have the show, the podcast, the YouTube, the teaching. And when do I have time to read your book proposal? When do I have time to read your chapters? Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You know I'm trying to lose some pounds. And the way I stay on track is every week at the same time I weigh in. And the WW Scales by Conair Bluetooth is one of the best scales on the market. Formerly Weight Watchers, of course. It measures not just your weight, but also your body fat percentage. This is really important. Hydration levels, muscle and bone mass. It tracks your weight loss in such a holistic manner. And if you're using Weight Watchers, or excuse me, WW, it allows you to easily set goals, track your progress, and earn badges because it's connected to the app. If you're a WW member, the scale will automatically sync your weight data with the WW app, no manual data entry required. If smart devices aren't your thing, you can still use the scale to get your body analysis measurements through the extra large digital display. And since it's a nine user memory, everybody in your family and some neighbors and relatives can also use it. It's a scale for the whole family. You can go to amazon.com, search WW scale and get your scale today. This is the top of the line WW scale from Conair. 
Check it out. Go to Amazon. You know that's my spot too. WW Scale by Conair. And I have to be honest about that. And most of us, uh, if you're listening to this right now, I'm sure you're doing some things outside of the thing that you want to do most that is literally taking away from you building the success within the thing that you really want to do. Whether it's spending a whole lot of time in the shade room on TMZ, Kiki and Gaffon on Twitter, you know, going back and forth, going in, and I spend time there too, but it's with a purpose. I'm in and out. I dash and down. I, I, I conserve my energy. I'm not, if I spend all day doing that, then I have nothing else to do. Trust me. But I, I, and then sometimes I have wasted time on there and wish that I hadn't because I had to kick something down the can another day or two because I just really didn't have the energy to go back in and finish what I started. And I'm being real guarded and very um, protective right now over my time and my energy because it's limited and I know it's limited. And so um, I think we operate under the delusion that it's not that we just have all the energy in the world. Well, if I just get more sleep and I take my vitamin B and, my, and I just drink more water, that I'll be able to do. No, it doesn't matter. You could do all of that and still not have enough energy. So um, here's some things, and this is the other thing. I just added to my list of things to do, working out every day. So I had to plan a schedule for that. Had to put it into the schedule. So first thing in the morning, and this is like, and I, I, I wonder, and this is, I'm probably going to do a podcast on this too, why do we fall off? What is the thing, you know, we have in our mind, is it something we need to do, it's important, and we get, and it's good for like a week, maybe two, and then life happens, and then we just completely abandon, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's drinking enough water, whether it's eating right, we completely abandon the thing that we know we're supposed to do. I'm going to keep at it until I get it right, but so far it's been a week now which is why I'm talking about it, that every morning the first thing I do is take a moment and meditate and focus on how I want my day to go because you have to be intentional about that. I have to connect with my higher power, with my God, and thank the Lord, actually. It's the first thing that I do is gratitude. Thank you for getting me up this morning because there's some people that did not wake up this morning. So I'm grateful for that. I drink my water. That's the first thing I do after I thank God, and then I focus and meditate on what I want to get done, I, I hit, uh, I do some calisthenics now because I said if, if I don't get to the gym after work or if I don't get to the gym at some point during the day, at least I've hit every body part for 20 minutes. I've done sit-ups, I've done push-ups, I've done leg exercises, I've, I've ridden a bike for two to five miles depending on how much time I have. Uh, I may get in a sauna, but I've hit the day with everything done and it's not eight o'clock yet. I love it. Okay. So I've been doing that for the last week. It's been working out. It's been working out. I've always been thanking God. Now, the new thing, because I realize I'm not drinking enough water, even though I think I drink a lot of water, I make sure I do a full 30 ounces, maybe 16 to 30 ounces first thing. It's the first thing that hits my belly. And so there's that. Okay. Then my day starts. And it has made it such a difference because... As I, you know, I don't feel guilty about not working out if I didn't get to the gym because I did work out. I don't feel, my mind is more sharp. I'm more focused because I've, I've kind of orchestrated in my mind how I want my day to go. So I've created the blueprint before I even, you know, put my feet on the floor. And everything else follows there from there. 
And now I'm conserving my energy. I know if anybody asks me about a book, no matter how great the idea, there's somebody else out there that's going to do it, <laughs> but it won't be me. I know the three things that I'm working on, and if it doesn't fall into one of those three buckets, I can't even look at it. And it has just really simplified my life. And um, I'm sharing this because, again, as I learn, I teach. And I hope somebody out there has uh, been edified by this message today. But know that you have limited energy. Know that. And then plan around it. And don't expend all your energy at the top of the day because you won't have anything left for the end if you need to have that energy. And then be okay to unwind. My, my unwinding is, of course, watching a lot of television. Um, it's just mindless. Uh, it sometimes it taps into the emotions like This Is Us and A Million Little Things or it was A Million Little Pieces, whatever the hell that show is. It's very sad. Uh, but, you know, it, it taps you into humanity. And I love that. And now I'm watching Survivor's Back, and I'm watching that. Don't troll me. But, you know, it's mindless because I have so much in my early part of the day focused and, you know, just I have to be dialed in, especially if I'm teaching on the radio. I have to, you know, you got to be, you got your head on a swivel. That when I, when I come home after I upload my, my videos on YouTube, I just want to just be mindless. So that's my routine. What's yours? You got to have one. Because life is about the cycle. There's a reason why the sun does this thing and why there are seasons and why, because the world has order and you have to have order. If you're living a, a disorderly life, you're going to have a disorderly outcome. Order is everything. So plan it out. Order your steps. All right. So let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast. And of course, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Karen Hunter Show because we're doing some things. It's one of my three buckets, all right? Till next time, thank you for listening.